Divine Rising, beautiful souls, divine artists, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Divine Time Out, where we are intentionally taking the time out from the stressful world so we can tune into the universe inside of us, so we can really hear our inner voices and answer our soul's calling and divine timing, right? That's what we're here for. That's what it's all about. We're going to be creating with the flow of the universe and really tapping into our higher self artistry on purpose, right? On purpose with purpose. So... We have been having a very, very interesting week. Just yesterday, in yesterday's episode, rather, I talked about reflecting um, on all of the relationship uh, reflections, all of the harsh endings, the deaths, um, the transitions, um, all of these realizations, these powerful epiphanies that have come through when it comes to uh, our relationships, our mindsets, and all those things, right? So it's been, it's honestly been a rough couple of days, maybe um, going on a week for a lot of people. And then for some people, you know, maybe things have been smooth and that is a powerful indication, right, that you've worked through um, some relationship uh, communication uh, things. So that's all right. But today we're going to talk even further about surrendering to whatever wanted to leave us and still wants to leave us, right, that no longer serves our purpose and in tapping into a deeper reconnection with our true identity, right? Because we, we talk about in the divine timeout and with our voice to vision with high depth, we always talk about tapping into the true voice, the true inner voice, and also allowing in um, insights to our true, unsullied, uh, not corrupted vision, all right? And being able to embody that. So tomorrow, Divine Timers, Divine Artists, we are going to experience, we've already been feeling this incoming energy of the full moon in Sagittarius, okay? So this is all about, for me, right, the insight that I'm sharing with you all is all about releasing uh, any blocks, any stuckness when it comes to using and utilizing all the powers you have within your natural self, right? To really tap in with community and to get fired up and passionate about um, our ancestral con- reconnection, um, about exploring our uh, spiritual freedom and exploring self-mastery and self-love mastery, all right? Because that's what our community in the Divine Timeout is all about. So if we have been feeling, you know, any types of, you know, just resistance, um, insecurity, any anything, right, that we've been saying to ourselves or not saying to ourselves um, as individuals or collectively um, in our community, this is going to be a really powerful opportunity to release that. Um, and on an individual basis, again, it is going to be a revelation of sorts, right, to understand what needs to be purged from our relationships. It's, it's, exposing what needs to be purged, right? Purges that cleansing fire. Uh, What needs to be purged so that we can mature, so that we can, um, again, using this word, explore into um, a new level of freedom, right? To really understand and understand 
um, how the vibe, the environment, how people's vibrations um, affect our own environment and vice versa, right? We're really needing to tap so much deeper into who we are um, and then connect with the tribe, right? That um, our vibe attracts, right? That is the main, the main purposeful purge that's happening all right and releasing any blocks around um identity and the fact that a lot of us have been communicating uh to the world and into the universe in a way that doesn't really represent our soul goals all right so in plain terms a lot of us have been living a lie with certain aspects of our lives. And that is just truth. The Ten of Swords is at play. <laughs> okay, so the sun is in the last 10 degrees of Gemini, and that is Ten of Swords. And I'll leave a image, an image in the divine timeout, what that looks like. But um, like I said in the last episode, the Ten of Swords is literally a person laying on their back with 10 swords, all right, stabbed into their back. Um, but the comedic version or the Egyptian version that I like to use in the timeout, um, shows the sun coming up. The sun is rising, right? Right beyond where the person is lying in the dark. Um, and also the divine falcon, Haru, right? The divine falcon is carrying, right? The, um, wedgets of protection, the shin ring of protection and flying it to this person that just got stabbed in the back. So it is a death. It is an ending. It's painful realizations, right? That communication has failed. However, we've been communicating is the reason why we had to experience this pain. All right. And this rite of passage, this transition will allow us to live a new life, right? Where we are more um, aligned with our true purpose. All right. So the 10 of swords and the 10 of wands and the 10 of wands, the last 10 degrees of Sagittarius, we got to release those burdens, those burdens of those relationships, those lies and deceptions that we've allowed and enabled, right. Um, to release that feeling that we have to do it all alone, that we have to carry inspiration and carry the fire and carry the passion for every little thing, for every person, Right. We have to release that that uh, work slave uh, energy. Right. Um, and, and wake up to the fact that we have to, again, master ourselves. Right. To really be tapped into the freedom that we know we deserve. Right. So Ten of Wands and Ten of Swords are at play. Uh, hopefully our intuitively Courtney will come in as well and drop some gems um, on those cards. Because, uh, again, here we're all about community and, and delegating and switching roles and having fun with learning and teaching and sharing and giving and receiving. Right. Because we're all experts. Right. We're all students. We're all, you know, masters. We're all apprentices um, together. That's what it's all about, about building that legacy and rebuilding society um, with all of our different gifts and skills at play. All right. So real quick, I just want to, I'm on my computer right now and I just want to go to 
where the full moon is. Boom, found it. So it's tomorrow, Tuesday, right? And it's going to be in 23 degrees Sagittarius, it looks like. All right, 23 degrees Sagittarius. So if any of you have Sagittarius in your chart or your Sagittarius sun, okay, um, this is going to be really, really powerful for you. So definitely tap in. It's going to be powerful for all of us as, um, as a whole globally too, because the last time that we had this um, Gemini Sagittarius um, energy with the full moon, it was an eclipse and it had a lot to do with racism. All right. It had a lot to do with um, all right, divine timers. Um, we are back for some reason. I got cut off um, in that last part of the episode, but we back. So as I was saying, the last time we had this Gemini Sagittarius mirror with the sun and the full moon, it was during an eclipse cycle where uh, racism was the highlight. So it is really important for us to understand right now with this full moon, um, we are being called to release any relationships, any uh, projects, um, anything or anyone that may be causing some interference with our ancestral reconnection and our duty to perpetuate um, the legacy that we're building to reclaim our power as an, as black and indigenous people. All right. So we are still very much needing to understand that racism is not something that is just going to go away overnight. Um, a big part of racism to me, right? Racism, uh, generally we define it as, um, people who either, hate another race or feel superior to another race, right? But a lot of this has to do with inferiority complexes, right? So we cannot fix someone else's perspectives on us or, or vice versa. But what we can do is unify um, with love as a people and start to build our own deepening of love for ourselves, our culture, and reclaim our culture as well. All right, so that's what I wanted to say on that. And I just want to discuss the actual uh, star energies that are at play because these are things that we can create with divine artists, okay? So we're in 23 degrees Sagittarius and Gemini for the full moon. Now, Sagittarius is going to be um, in a void, in a, in a space between the bird of paradise and the head of Ophiuchus. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but that's okay. The serpent bearer. So from um, stories that I've heard before, at least in the modern um, astrology sense, the serpent bearer, right, um, has to do with sacred wisdom. It has to do with um, the keeping of the sacred wisdom that can be healing, but also <clears throat> sacred wisdom can be used for our terrier motives, right? And also just the fact that people have fear around serpentine energy, okay? But the serpentine energy does hold wisdom of the earth. That's why if you ever see like the health symbol, it's the pole with the two serpents intertwining it because um, Ophiuchus, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I'll come back and, and let y'all know how to pronounce it. But um, was a 
healer, okay, who used the wisdom from the snake. So the story goes that um, one day the um, the person that I cannot pronounce the name right now uh, was in the field and he saw a snake. No, no, no. He crushed the snake with his foot. So he had the spear of a snake um, and he killed the snake. And then for some reason, he just kind of stuck around and he moved away a bit. And another snake came towards the snake he had just stomped on. And he, with his mouth, I guess, like he laid an herb. He went to go retrieve an herb. And then he laid the herb on top of the snake that had just been stomped. And it revived the snake. Okay, so for me, this is just all about, you know, that that deep connection to earth and the healing powers um, that it has. Because serpents, right, or snakes, they crawl on their bellies, okay? And that being said, they are closer to the earth. They're probably the closest to the earth as any animal that we know of, right? Okay. Um, and so this also is an indication. I'm just thinking about the belly of the snake, like just indication that we need to be like at this time, maybe, um, releasing any blocks that we have around ingesting healthier foods, right. Um, and being able to digest these experiences that we've, um, that have been building up, um, right now, we'll be able to digest them emotionally and mentally, all those things by making sure that we tap in maybe with plant medicine, right? And herbs and stuff like that. And then the bird of paradise. So the bird of paradise has, um, energy around it where there's a certain place in the world. I don't remember right now. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head and heart right now, y'all. But, um, the birds of paradise, uh, were these beautiful, Birds, okay, this is a flower now. They have flowers called birds of paradise, but these literal birds, um, that they're they're uh, they were so beautiful that they would literally cut the feet off these birds and they would like just use them as decoration, like in their gardens and in their homes and stuff like that. And that is like when you think about that, that is like the most horrific freaking thing you can ever hear it's like something is so beautiful but instead of just acknowledging it in its own natural state you want to completely cut it cut it cut those things off from them being grounded right with health and power and mother earth um and just keep it as a trophy for yourself Right. So if you think about this and then like the theme of racism and indigenous black and indigenous power um, and freedom, it's like be very mindful um, of making sure that we're releasing anything that keeps you from being grounded, anything that keeps you from being in your in your natural abundance of health, um, your natural abundance of wisdom, anything that uh, just wants you around for the beauty. So we want to be mindful to purge and cleanse away anything that just wants to keep us as trophies for the beauty that we possess, for the beauty of of your wisdom and your natural abundance. All right. It's so funny. I'm sitting here and two, I feel like they're crows landed in my, uh, my front yard space and two crows um, are actually um, in the Lightseer's deck is the Two of Swords. 
All right. So this is interesting. I must bring this up. The two of swords is the first 10 degrees of Libra. Okay. And when the moon was in Libra this week, a lot of us felt it right away. And it was that revelation of, okay, the blindfold being lifted and seeing the truth for what it was, right? Seeing that maybe we have been pointing the fingers, right? Um, at other people or other things and not realizing, oh, I've enabled this person to treat me this way or to talk to me this way or, or whatever it is, or I've been keeping myself blind, right? To things that I actually have to communicate differently about or heal within self, or maybe I've been keeping myself small with this person or thing or whatever it is. Um, that two of swords can be very positive about stepping into your intuition, right? And uh, going within and feeling the, the decision, the way to go, because two of swords is like, I have to make a decision. I have to make a hard decision, right? But it's like, you can either stay stuck or feel like, in between a, a, a rock and a hard place, or you can decide to, to make a decision and at least you have movement. You're not just in your head, right? So anyway, just the fact that the two crows landed just now, I'm like, okay, that's two of swords. What's, what's happening with that? But it is, um, I feel like that happened while I'm talking about this to let us know that yes, whatever happened um, this week, especially when the moon was in Libra, and it's okay if you don't remember when that was, it was between Tuesday and Thursday, all right? Um, this is what we're needing to release. It's a confirmation to release those people and things, all right? So I hope those stories were at least helpful um, I find them very helpful because I'm just, this is the first time I'm looking at this. Uh, I wanted to do it with you all and it's really powerful. So those are the two stars at play with Sagittarius. And then, excuse me, with Gemini, let's look at the energies with Gemini and see what creative inspiration we can get from that to release. Okay. So we already have the birds of paradise. <laughs> that sounds like a, a song title, y'all, right? The Birds of Paradise. And we have the Serpent Bearer, okay? And with Gemini, let's see. Let's see what we got going on. We have Orion's central star, Orion. So I love this. So Orion is the hunter, okay? Um, now, mind you, this is Greek mythology, y'all. So we're going to look deeper into comedic and, you know, ancient indigenous uh, stories that also relate to this. But for right now, we're going to use this um, to understand what to purge and release, okay? But Orion, and all of these stories were taken from ancient Kemet anyway, and just given new names. So Orion was the hunter who was so good. I mean, he was so good at hunting that he just lost it. He just like, you know what? I'm going to hunt all the creatures of earth. Like I'm leaving nothing. I'm going to hunt everything. Right. And earth was like, who are you going, who are you going to hunt? You want to kill all my babies? Really? That's what you think? And basically sent the goons out and you know who went to kill Orion? Scorpio. The scorpion went and stung Orion in the back of his hill and killed him, right? So that, that speaks to that emotional, right, depth of like, all right, don't come for, don't come for earth. Don't come for, you know what I mean? Like what, what I love, what we love. And it is earth. So this, this is very much about 
um, reconnecting to earth and releasing anything that keeps us from that. Um, and in particular, like I said, since it does have to do with uh, releasing that energy um, or any lessons we didn't learn when it comes to really deepening our connection with our own people and unifying with our own people, right? Especially that we're artists and creating, right? Um, this is a really big indication. So there is a serious energy around this Orion energy. I just feel like if we look at it from a perspective of, okay, black and indigenous people, um, or, you know, if you want to call, uh, minorities, whatever word you want to call any, anybody outside of, you know, people who are not indigenous and black, um, people, there is like a certain level of, I'll say hunter energy, even if you think of colonialism, right. Or, or colonizations, it's like, they are constantly going into these places um, and, and they've, they've pillaged and plundered and preyed on, right, indigenous people and, and taken from them. And that's what hunters do. They go into places that is not theirs and they take life, right? They take life and they take this and they, they do these things for sport, right? Um, and so we're being called to understand that this energy is, is at play and it, it always has been. And we need to release any blocks of us seeing that, right? Cause that two of that two of them, two crows came up for a reason. There's still things that we aren't seeing about the reality, right? Of our world. And in order to shift that reality, we need to step into our, our freedom and our power and our own individual selves, knowing that we are creative geniuses, knowing that we are spiritual leaders, knowing that we are uh, connected and tapped in with our community because we're tapped into our true authentic selves, right? So that's what I got to say on that. That's what I got to say on that. Um, I'll share the first three cards that I pulled for myself earlier. I asked for some advice on releasing with the full moon. And I also asked for creative inspiration. So the first card that came out for me was the six of swords upright. All right. That is Aquarius energy, but it's also about your spiritual team and your spiritual guides coming through. It's about taking a spiritual journey and continuing on, not getting distracted. All right. Um, or bamboozled by anything in between, but making sure you're moving forward to meet your spiritual team, right? And to connect with the kindred spirits that you're supposed to be with. That's how I look at the Six of Swords for me. Um, if you look at this card, there is a woman sitting with a child, a mom and her son. They're on a mule, all right? And they are walking uh, or traveling down a path. To her right is a powerful... Uh, image of an oasis, green and lush and just beautiful. You kind of want to stop and, you know, like sit down and relax. But right on the left, all right, right behind her is a powerful storm coming in, right? So it's like if she doesn't stay the course and keep going, that storm is going to come, all right, that she's um, moving away from. She's moving into peace and growth um, and, 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 um, kindred spirit community and away from confusion and chaos and, you know, the, the opposite of mental clarity. Right. And then for the, um, 
creative prompt or inspiration, I got the will in reverse, right? Because we go through phases. Sometimes we up, sometimes we're down, right? But when we're down, excuse me, or when we are in, uh, in those in-between phases, right? Between those extremes of up and down and we're transitioning, right? We're going through these transitions. Like we talked about the deaths and the painful endings and the relationship, all that's all those things. Um, our, spiritual team is what we can count on. We got to keep moving, keep growing, keep learning, keep staying open um, to love and connection, keeping our mindsets expansive. All right. So maybe this, you know, this, after this release, I'll write a song or a poem or free flow or something about like the phases. Actually, I have a song um, about the different phases and growing and stuff like that. So understanding um, how to still go with the flow and surrender to the phase that you're in and knowing that it's not just what happens to you is what you do with it. All right. So I'm definitely gonna write a song about that. And then the energy that came in with that was the timeout 37, the number 37 timeout. All right. Came in with this. So 37 timeout, the will, the will of fortune or fortune and six of swords came out for me. All right. So I hope that that has been helpful um, to you all. One more thing I want to add is I like to really tap into the insights of the full moon. Again, the sun is in Gemini and that's being mirrored with Sagittarius. So it's a Sagittarius full moon and 23 degrees Sagittarius, the two stars that are, um, at play or influence is the bird of paradise and the serpent bearer. Okay. And then also this is all happening on a universal eight day. All right. An eight day, eight vibration is all about manifestation and about releasing any limiting beliefs you have around being able to create into the world, um, on your own, but not alone. Okay, so you can do this on your own, but know that you are always connected to all that is right. And also being that you are all tapped into your individual power, confidence, um, creative genius, whatever that is, you can go and lend that to your community. And then an even greater manifestation will be possible. But you have to release any blocks you have around your own individual manifestation ability. That's what I'm getting with that eight happening on an eight day. All right. Also, tomorrow is the 14th. Today is the 13th. So there's that transition from um, death, 13 of transitions, endings, pass, uh, rites of passage, into temperance. Temperance is all about balance. And maybe it's not just about completely stopping whatever you're doing because some relationships ended, but it's about um, adding something that's healing, adding a healing practice in that space of that person or that thing that is being released. Okay. Temperance is all about balance and ma'at. All right. I'm going to talk a lot more about ma'at in the divine timeout, but that is the ancient comedic nature spirits. Okay. Of divine order, justice, balance, harmony, truth. 
All right. And of course, love. All right. So <clears throat> that is what I got on this full moon. If y'all have any suggestions, concerns, comments, questions you want to add to what I'm talking about, if it sparked an idea, that's what the divine timeout is about. All right. So let me know. I'm sending love to all of you. Take the time out to surrender to the release. Let me tell y'all something, y'all. So many things kept coming in during this episode and cutting it off. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, but yes, I was finishing up by just saying, um, hmm, maybe that's a message too. Really take time out. Like, really take a time out. Because, uh, like, for me, if I notice that if I'm trying to do something and a whole bunch of things kind of come in and thwart me from doing it, um, that is an indication like, okay, something's coming in. Um, so just make the time and space and, and, you know, quiet your mind and kind of quiet your activities to allow that wisdom, just like those two crows landed in my yard. Right. So, um, learn from my experience today. I just wanted to make sure you guys had this message, but now I'm really going to make it my business, um, to, you know, just really take a time out and just flow through my day. Today is a universal seven day of rest, introspection, research, study, and flow. All right. So um, again, sending love to you all. Make sure that always in everything you do, you speak life into your world, you see your world and yourself with love, and you always live, be, and speak your truth. And I will see y'all and talk to y'all in the next episode.